Great podcast uh, today. A lot happening, including Donald Trump uh, in a completely separate investigation had to testify today. Yeah, one of 57,309 investigations the Democrats are currently throwing at him. Uh, He took the fifth. We'll get into that and what it means. Also, uh, big news today. Joe Biden has solved inflation. He's zero. Zero percent inflation. Zero. That is legitimately what they're trying to convince you of. Today's show is really kind of just breaking all of this stuff down and explaining how they are getting away with it, what they're really doing. Um, We explain the zero percent inflation. It is absolutely ridiculous. Also, why is Donald Trump being targeted? It's not because they hate him. The media has stirred up the hate with the American people as a red herring. There is something else that is going on. And I explain that all in today's podcast brought to you by Relief Factor. You're one of the millions of Americans who suffer every day from pain. I want you to listen up. There is hope and it comes in the form of Relief Factor. I know it can happen because I take Relief Factor three times a day. A couple of years ago, uh, I had so much pain in my hands and all kinds of, I just had this phantom pain. Nobody could figure out what it was. I started taking Relief Factor and in about three weeks, it was lessening, but I thought, no, that's just my imagination. Stop taking Relief Factor and it came back and walloped me. Now I'm almost always out of pain. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. If you want a drug-free and natural way to get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Okay, so... Donald Trump is has just been called to testify today to the New York state attorney or New York state attorney general about his real estate dealings in New York. My gosh, this guy, you know, he said it on Saturday at um, CPAC. Has there any been has there ever been a president that has been under attack this much or a past president? I mean, Nixon left office. It was over. We never heard a peep about it. Clinton leaves office. We never hear a peep about it. And they start the Clinton Foundation, which makes billions. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Barack Obama leaves office, takes 30 million pages. Nothing. Okay. I said to you yesterday, here's what's really going on. They can't find the radicals, so they need to create them. Okay, that's what the January 6th has been. They have tried to convince America that the, the, the right is just completely full of radicals. Well, the problem is 42%, I think the numbers is close to this, 42% of America thought that that was true until they televised the hearings. That number went down to 36. Okay, They don't have it. They don't have it. Because that's not who we are. So they have to create them. Now, I have said since 2009, I watched the pattern. And remember, we were talking about the Tides Foundation. And I said, the right should create the Tides Foundation exactly the same way, except be clean. Because the Tides Foundation and the left would go, oh, they're embezzling money. They're funneling money from dark sources over here. And we could go, oh, 
We're not, but thank you for letting us know what you're doing. Because they always self-diagnose. They always tell you who they are. Fascists. They're all fascists. They're fascists. He's going to crack down. He's going to use the state as a spying mechanism. He's building an army internally, and he's going to go after the American people and shut down voices. Hello? That is exactly what they're doing. So listen to listen to Fang Fang's boyfriend. Fang Fang's boyfriend yesterday said the Republicans are a party of chaos. He said it's very clear that Republicans have recognized that they can no longer win elections with votes now. Is that what you're feeling about the next election that Republicans don't have a chance of winning at the ballot box? I I have no doubt it's going to be a hammering, a hammering at the ballot box. Now, that doesn't mean we take the House. It just means wherever we can win, I think we're going to win. Better take the House. I mean, uh, yeah, I know. I, I mean, the Senate, the Senate. Yeah, Senate is, is much right. more up in the air. Correct. Um, and I think we take the House. We may not take the Senate, but still, it's going to be a hammering unless, you know, Zuckerberg boxes are everywhere else. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I don't think there's a Republican that thinks that if people vote and go out, that Republicans are going to do poorly. So is he self-projecting here? Republicans have recognized they can no longer win elections with votes, so they're leaning in hard to try to win elections with violence. Okay, so that violence that he's talking about is January 6th, and that was what? A hundred people? The left is encouraging violence all over America. It's been burning cities down. Okay, And they're fomenting that violence right now. We are? Um, He says, we're getting all kinds of threats, blah, blah, blah. So he said, chaos is arming to the teeth. Most Americans with AR-15s now and letting our children live in fear. Chaos is January 6th. Chaos is... Chaos is government-mandated pregnancies. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what the government's doing. They're mandating yeah. pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. we mm-hmm. are. We are. We are. You, you're going to have a baby right now. Right. Um, <laughs> chaos is leaders of the party arguing we need to defund the FBI. Now, what is the difference between defunding the FBI and defunding the police? I'm going to try. And everyone I've heard talking about that is talking about changing the structure of the organization and moving many of its responsibilities into other parts of the government. Yeah. And not, not getting rid of all police. Right. Uh, and I, I say defund, I say we choke this system off until they make changes. Money doesn't talk. It screams. And these huge agencies, the IRS, I say defund the IRS. Now that doesn't mean we don't need the IRS and I want it to go away. Defund? Well, well, I would. I yes, would. I would. Okay. I'd rather have a flat tax. But I'm. I'm not calling for chaos. I'm calling for uh, reform. I'm not calling for tear the system down. I want reform. I want what people wanted in uh, in 2008: transparency. 
We've been saying this forever. I want transparency. I don't want any more backroom deals. I don't want bills just shoved through that are omnibus that we don't know what's in them. I want to know who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. I want people to go to jail and I don't give a flying crap if they're Republican or independent or Democrat. I really don't. I want, you know what? I would all, I would be so for Nancy Pelosi's son being tried. And if he's found as guilty and dirty as we think he is, I mean, did you notice he was on the Taiwan trip? Did you know that? She's hiding that. Um, so uh, Nancy Pelosi's son, I would be all for Hunter Biden. I think every American who is decent, who has paid attention at all, knows there's trouble there. I would be for Joe Biden going to jail if it's proven that he was doing dirty deals with his family. But I would also go after Mitch McConnell. And it's not because I think Mitch McConnell is a worthless just piece of bag of bones. I, I think Mitch McConnell is just as dirty. He's in on it. His family is making all kinds of money from China. No, no. If Mike Lee was found to do, and Mike would be the first to tell you, I mean this. If Mike Lee, who is a good friend of mine and a guy I really trust and believe, if Mike Lee was found doing dirty things and dirty deals, I would be the first to call for his impeachment and investigation and jail time if he deserved it. That's all I want. I want everybody to have the same consequence. We have two layers of justice now. If you're in a high position with the right party, it's fine. That's not America. You cannot run. a That is a banana republic. That's why, you know, I was watching a show last night and it, it kept flashing back to Afghanistan and the way that people live in Afghanistan. Afghanistan wasn't always like that. Wasn't always like that. Why are these third world countries like this? Poor, broken up. Sometimes it's no fault of their own. Other times it's clearly because the government or there's so much chaos on the street that you have warlords. People who are calling for, you know, the defunding of the police and everything else, you're going to get warlords. Well, we'd be better off with no government at all. We'd just start all over again. Let's just burn this thing down. You will go into warlords and America will become Afghanistan. I don't want to burn it down. I want reform. I want transparency. I don't want to go back in time. Conservatives are not about the past. They are about conserving what has worked and jettisoning those things that don't work. That's why the left and the right, liberal and conservative, not progressive, liberal and conservative work so well together. Because liberals tend to go, we ought to try this. This is really good. And conservatives are like, wait, 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 but wait, what will that do? What are the un unintended consequences? I don't know. It, what about this and this and this? You're not jettisoning that to get this, are you? Because these, these things are good. It's the yin and yang that makes America work.
But if we can't do this through elections and reason, then we go to war with each other. And I don't want a war. Do you? The the entire thing with Donald Trump right now, I want you to know this, because if you know this, then you know what they are trying to achieve and what they want and need you to do. They could not convince the American people that their neighbors are terrorists. They tried. They've tried. And they've convinced maybe, I think, probably 20%. Okay. That's not enough. You need to get that number over 50%. So 50% of the country thinks the other side of the country is a terrorist. This is why I always try to say, not the regular Democrat, but the leftists, those who are um, hell-bent on destroying our country. We cannot group everybody into that, because if we group half of the country into revolutionaries and they don't actually fit there, we have no place to go but war. We have no place to go but, I guess, camps. And if you think one side or the other, this is... Do you remember the show I did at Fox years ago, if you're a longtime listener or viewer? I did the pendulum show. And I swung a pendulum from left to right. And I said, the Constitution really is in the middle. It's neutral. Okay? Sometimes a judge and, and the Constitution will rule, no, you know what? Sorry, got to have all that freedom. And the conservatives will go, wait, what? That's chaos. Sometimes it'll say, nope, got to go the conservative way. And the liberals will say, wait, you're a fascist. The Constitution is neutral on topics. Its focus is on power, control, and control of the government. And I said, as we swing further and further, these swings are going to get worse and worse. And I said, you put Obama in and you keep pushing people to the wall, you're going to get somebody who is like, oh, really? Really? And they'll, that pendulum will swing back just as hard the other way. There's Donald Trump. He is the, the people in the, the, on the coasts. They all think Donald Trump is a fascist that's going to put them all in jail. Well, that's what we felt about Obama. He was destroying the country. Same thing now. Well, you do this to Donald Trump and you're swinging it further the other way. And what did I tell you would happen in the end? That eventually you would have two parties that are completely on the very ends. And it depends which party is in office at the time that things really begin to crumble and there's real chaos. And that party will reach out and grab that pendulum. And then freedom is over. That is the point we're at. And that's why they need the chaos on the streets. They'll create it. But as long as America knows they're creating it, it's their chaos in our schools. It's their chaos that are burning our schools, our, our, our cities down. It's their chaos that is getting our policemen killed. 
It's their chaos that is making the prices of everything go through the roof. It is their climate chaos that is causing us to have fuel problems and energy problems and people either dying from heat or or now in the winter, they'll be dying from cold. It's their chaos of the war machine of Afghanistan. As long as people understand that, we're fine. If we confuse it with any kind of chaos on our side, we're playing right into their hands. Because all they need is just to convince a few more people. And they can grab the pendulum. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. Um, Donald Trump is now in uh, in uh, pr- presenting testimony, I guess. Uh, what do you call those things? Um, Depo- he's, yeah, he's being, being deposed. deposed. Mm-hmm. He's being deposed now on real estate dealings in New York. And this comes from the New York Attorney General. This guy has been investigated by every single person on the planet that has any kind of investigating power. I mean, from the dirtbag hackers all the way to the NSA to, you know, the KGB or whatever they call it now. Every single intelligence organization has vetted this guy. And if you don't think they would have used what they found by now, uh, you're crazy. And I'm going to tell you why he's going through all of this. I mean, I, I look up the TV today and I'm like, he's going to be deposed for something entirely different than than the raid. And we still don't know anything about the raid. I mean, I've I've got a few questions, just a few questions about the raid. Well, Glenn, as you know, that was just about some documents they weren't going in there for any other reason. And in fact, the administration had no idea this was even going on. And it wasn't a raid. It was just a search. It was a court-appointed search. That's all. That's it. All your, all your points uh-huh. are wrong, even though right. most of mine disagree with each other. <laughs> okay. It's been reported FBI claimed 15 box of, in, a box of documents were missing in January. So they had the missing documents. They knew that he had them in February. Why did they wait so long? January, February. Why did they wait so long uh, after the discovery of the missing documents before raiding? What new evidence prompted the the uh, the raid? What was the intent behind the search? What are they explicitly looking for? What did they find? How long will they try to keep this hidden from the American public? How can we force the FBI to release the initial warrant? We need to see the warrant. We need to see the warrant. We need to see all of its attachments describing with a particularity what was authorized to be searched. Did they did they think that they were hiding documents in Melania Trump's underwear drawer? Seriously, they apparently spent a lot of time in her closet going through all of her clothes and her intimate things. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, Rachel Levine uh, was looking for, uh, this, uh, this is 
fabulous. I saw this on her. I want it right now. I don't know if they took any of her clothes, but was that okayed in the search? Because you have to be very specific where you think documents are. You can't just go in and, and just go through everything. You have to say, I believe it is here. And it has to say what they're searching for. We need to see the affidavit supporting the warrant. We need to see it all without redactions, indicating who swore to the affidavit, the timing, etc. Did they take anything that was not part of the original intent? Does the FBI have security clearance to seize and view the private documents? Remember, these are presidential, they say, presidential top secret documents. So who has charge of that now? Did that go to the FBI into somebody else's hands? Who's actually reading it to search through those boxes that has the clearance to see those documents? Are they violating that? How do they know which documents to take? There's so many questions that need to be answered, but I'm going to answer the big one. And that is why? Why is this happening? Is it because I hear people say they just hate him so much, but why do they hate him? I believe a lot of people hate him because a, he, if he's not on your side, he's ghastly. He is. He will take you down. Okay. Um, and he does it in such a, it's really surgical. It seems like a bloodbath, but it's very surgical. The guy knows, the guy knows what he's doing and he knows how to, um, work a room. He knows how to work the media. He knows how to label things and poke through things. He is a master at this. He's a master. If you watch him, he's also funny. Half of the country misses the comedy show. He says things all the time that I think are very, very, very funny. And people are like, I can't believe he said that. He actually said he was going to choke the driver out of the limousine. Now, he didn't mean that. It's comedy. So some people don't like him for that. But the media has worked overtime. And who did it? It was the Clintons. And the Bidens and the Obamas. Why did the deep state hate him so much? Because it's not about their hatred for him. It's not. It's the fact that he is America first. It's the fact that he cannot be purchased. It's the fact that he thinks more like the average Joe than the elites. It's the fact that he couldn't be co-opted. Do you really think if he had anything, anything dirty, they wouldn't have used it already? First of all, they would have come to him. And I know I've seen it. If there's anything dirty, they first come to you and they test you. You know, it'd be really horrible if people found this out. And if they had something, they would have said something specifically. And he most likely would have been the guy that went, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll take it on firsthand. But they couldn't co-opt him because they either didn't have it or he wasn't afraid. So now he's completely out of control. 
What was the first thing he did when he got into office? What was the first thing he did? This is the key. He canceled the Paris Climate Award or Climate Agreement. The Paris Climate Agreements. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to fill this out and the whole world will go, oh, crap. This is why they are working so hard to make sure he can never run again. It has nothing to do with their hatred. It has nothing to do with the truth. It has nothing to do with, I just think that he's just going to be going in a different direction. And it's, uh, it's, his ideas on the economy are just not right. It's none of that. It's something we have not seen before. So when he canceled the Paris Climate Awards, remember the outcry. Everybody, oh my gosh. Now, the Paris, they don't care about the climate. They don't care. They really don't. They are, they are changing everything. This is more about capitalism, about taking America and the West under their control. This is all about money and control. Okay, they have been planning this and plotting this for a very long time. Please, if you don't know what I'm talking about, read about it in my new book called The Great Reset. It's available everywhere. Get The Great Reset. You have to understand this. So when he comes in, he does what? He cancels the climate accords and he makes us energy independent. And a net exporter of energy now this is something that came as a shock to me nobody reported on this until i heard him say that and i'm like that can't be right is that right i thought of that for my whole life i've been like why are we not energy independent i didn't think it could be done he did it we became a a net exporter of energy i didn't think it could be done that's why they had to stop him because if we become if we get on our feet and the American public knows we don't have to be held hostage to oil prices, we don't have to be held hostage on for anybody. We can lead the world again. That doesn't mean getting involved in everybody's war and everything else like Biden is doing now. It means just take care of the homeland and we will be able to enrich our own people, which will then take all of our charitable dollars and help out other countries. So getting him back into office right now, they are in the middle of this ESG great reset changeover. And that's why they have to move so quickly. That's why they had to make any deal they could with the sellouts of mansion and cinema. Totally sell out. The pressure must have been enormous. They would have given them anything because they have to have those IRS agents. They have to have control of you and your banking. So if Donald Trump comes back in right now, they're shifting gears and it is grinding into the next gear. And they know if we go the other direction and Donald Trump says, you know what? America first. We're not doing this green energy stuff. We're opening it back up. The entire thing is so fragile right now. It hasn't taken root. If they lose the presidency, if Donald Trump is a guy who gets in and he stops all of this and kicks it all apart. And the reason why 
it's Donald Trump and not Ron DeSantis. They remember, they all say he's worse than Donald Trump. That's their fallback right now. They got to take him out because he's personally vested in this. He will kick them to the ground. He will kick all their plans apart. At least that's what they believe. I think he will. But they he'll kick it all apart. And that can't be done because then everything they've worked for for the last 20 years and all of the things that uh, the left has worked for for 100 years is over. It's over. You know it. Look how fragile it is. That's why they are doing things, anything to set your hair on fire, because they need people to be radicalized to be behind him because they believe if they just keep poking him and poking him and poking him, you'll get to a point where you're like enough. And not answer that through the ballot box. I'm telling you, he's testifying in front of another attorney general on something else. And it's not because he's dirty. It's because they have a plan And it was supposed to go to Hillary Clinton and she was supposed to do eight years and then it would have gone to somebody else because they would have had all of all of the levers fixed. He delayed their plans and he could destroy their plans if he comes back. It's not about hatred. That's spin. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Let's uh, now go to uh, Steve Dace of the Steve Dace program uh, that airs uh, many places, but its home is here on Blaze TV. It follows me uh, on Blaze TV. Hello, Steve. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. Uh, you know, the um, the Republicans uh, are failing a pretty big test. If you don't get it now, you're Mitch McConnell and you're not out there out front saying This is an outrage uh, and this has to stop. And we're going to when we take control, we control the purse strings over in the House and we're going to cut these agencies off until they reform. Uh, And I haven't heard a lot of people saying things like that. Have you? No, I, I have not. And, you know, I was just listening to uh, the promotion you did for Goldline and the point you were making. Is there any line that they will not cross when it comes to inflation or debasing the currency? Is there any line they will not cross when it comes to corrupting institutions and turning them in uh, uh, to Stasi, state-sponsored uh, police? Is there any line they will not cross when it comes to promoting Paxlovid? They told us that rebound COVID was rare, Glenn. It's rare, except the two men who probably are getting the best health care in America, Anthony Fauci and uh, Joe Biden, both got it. Uh, Joe Biden told us uh, if you took their jabs, so their experimental jabs, you would not get COVID. He tested positive for COVID for eight consecutive days, despite being quadruple jabbed. These people just look at you and they lie. And at some point, the people running the Republican Party have to answer the following question. It's just really this simple. Do you finally hate more what Democrats are bound and determined to do to the country than you do your own base? Period. That's the question. Because All this has been all these years, and you said we've let it go on, and a lot of it is because we've crawled over broken glass to vote for people 
who hate us. I used to kin on my show. It's not even a joke anymore. The only party that hates us more than the Democrats are the Republicans. Right. Well, now it's kind of looking true. It's looking prophetic and not a tongue-in-cheek one-liner any longer. And so that is the question that must now be answered. Do you finally hate what your political opposition plans to do to the country more than you hate your own base? Because if you don't, then we are left with only one other conclusion, which is that you actually despise the people they're tormenting more than their tormentors. Yeah, I will tell you, um, with what the um, federal government has done, what the Biden administration has passed now, uh, with the 87,000 new uh, IRS agents, they're, mm-hmm. they're not going to go after the billionaires. And it's very oh, clear. No. And I'm going to show all of this tonight. You'll, you'll be astonished tonight uh, at nine o'clock. This is a Stasi. This is a secret police that will has been weaponized that is going to, if they're doing this to Donald Trump, which has never been done before, they will destroy people. And, you know, with the Great Reset, it is um, it, the idea is that you'll own nothing by 2030. That means you have to impoverish people. You have to take their stuff. To be able to meet that goal. That is, um, I don't think people get it. And I am really disgusted uh, with the main response from the uh, Republican Party. They should be, I don't think they even have a plan, but that's a different story. You actually have written a book now, as I understand it. It is a book that is um, uh, modeled after the, the Nuremberg trials. Mm -hmm. And you are trying to set uh, the questions out so when Congress does decide to have hearings, that they will have the the questions and the line of thinking and all of the facts ready so they can pretty much use this as a model. Is that right? Correct. When we came out of and, you know, you're obviously a historian, brother. So when we came out of World War Two, we convened the world convened trials at Nuremberg. In order, really, with one, with, to have one promise kept, never again. But this would never happen in a modern and enlightened world again. And one of the things that came out of those trials was what was called the Nuremberg Code, that were, were intended to prevent uh, an autocratic, authoritarian country to emerge in the future that would turn its nation into a biomedical fascist state, mm-hmm. because that would be the vanguard of becoming a full-fledged fascist state. Mm-hmm. Once you have control over the bodily autonomy of the people, you have control, ultimate control. And so they came up with a code, uh, the judges at Nuremberg did, they came up with a code for making sure this would never happen again. What's happened in the last 28 months in this country, and it is still happening, Glenn Denmark, which has been at the vanguard of honest COVID information from the beginning, has announced today it will no longer even offer the COVID jabs uh, to children, to minors. Thailand came out with a study yesterday that found almost 19% of the teenagers that took a full dosage of the Pfizer vaccine uh, had had abnormal EKGs as teenagers. And I promise you there is more, and that is the tip of the iceberg, and much more will come out. And that's before we even go back and address masks, and we go back and address lockdowns and the backside well, of mental health look, and everything else that that has cost. I'll, and so, uh, go ahead. Steve, I, I have to tell you, I, I, I think it, it goes beyond, and I know you're focused on COVID-19, which is horrible, but we are doing medical experiments on our children in with gender dysphoria. Even yeah, Sweden, Finland, gender, England yes. all came out and said this shall, this cannot happen anymore. It's Correct. way too dangerous. It can't happen anymore. And we're doubling down on it. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the point 
of the Nuremberg <laughs> trials. Correct. To make sure, and we have violated literally every syllable of that code. And when I say we, I'm not talking about China. I'm not talking about the World Economic Forum. I'm ca- talking about the government and the med- and the biomedical state and the pharma state in the United States. We, our own countrymen, have violated every last syllable of that metric over the last 28 months. And so what, what we compiled here in this book, and uh, it's the most important book I've ever done. I think it'll be maybe the most important book I will ever do. Uh, there's, it's, it's 400 pages of data, but also very powerful testimonies that will be in this book. Going, We have whistleblowers on the record. We have every interview recorded, and people on the record, nobody anonymous from the Department of Defense, from the medical industry, uh, people that are primary caregivers that worked in hospitals, uh, people whose uh, children were denied kidney transplants uh, because they wouldn't let them experiment on them with the COVID jab. On and on and on it goes. And so when you read that title, that we, we chose for it today, the rise of the Fourth Reich, confronting COVID fascism with a, a new Nuremberg trial. So this never happens again. I know that's going to seem, wow, provocative. I mean, that's a, maybe going a little too far. I promise you, by the time you finish reading that book, pre-sale started today, it comes out this winter. By the time you finish reading that book, you're going to think that the title should have been, our ancestors fought redcoats for a lot less than this. What they have done these last 28 months, what they continue to do are arguably the worst crimes against humanity comprehensively we have ever seen in the history of Western civilization. And the data is only going to get worse. We are still, we are just now beginning to go through the backside impact of what we did emotionally and developmentally to children with these lockdowns on top of the lost cancer screenings and heart screenings and everything else. What we did with the demeaning and the masking that continues to go on in all too many places This hasn't ended. We cannot move on because everything that you're talking about right now, everything from the inflation, every other issue, its genesis started on March 16th, 2020. That's when a new front in America's culture war opened up. And it is it's on now, full fledged and it's systemic on virtually every issue now. And, you know, you could even go back further than that. I mean, we now have. pretty solid evidence that it started uh in the lab in wuhan i mean you Mm -hmm. you you're not a crackpot for saying that now um and uh we just had congress scientists sadly glenn pardon me had a major i think our own scientists had a major hand in creating as a matter of fact oh no 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 i i think we may have even led that um the uh the the real the real problem is when congress was (laughs) Uh, asked to pass a law that uh, said no more gain of function research, which is the most dangerous research you could get into. No more gain of function research. Every single Democrat voted against that. So in other words, keep doing it. We, mm-hmm. we haven't learned anything from this. Nothing. And that's why we wrote this book, because we anticipate that Republicans will take at least one chamber of Congress in November. The book is specifically timed to fully release uh, right around the time that they would uh, take over power. And we don't want any excuses. The House Freedom Caucus bought, bought about 5,000 copies of uh, the forerunner to this book, Fauci and Bargain, uh, mm-hmm. that we had that was the number one book in 21. And they bought that so they would have the data. They sent it out to their representatives and their supporters all over the country. Well, now it is time for you to act. And we have made it very easy for you. And it's no more just Ron Johnson, the senator from Wisconsin, by himself holding hearings. 
Uh, there are people that you and I like and admire. People I used to draw a paycheck from, like Ted Cruz, need to be standing up and standing with these people and saying, we're getting to the bottom of this once and for all. My governor did a fantastic job with COVID, but there's only one governor in the country whose health department has told the truth about the dangers of these jabs to children, and it's Florida and Ron DeSantis. Every other public health department has said not a word. It is time for governors like Kim Reynolds and Brian Kemp who stood up against lockdowns and masks and were brave there to be brave again. We have to get to the truth of this. This is a long-term play against our freedoms, liberties, bodily autonomy, reproductive systems, and everything, the, the, the inflation. All of that started when we started printing money with the shutdowns and, of course, has just gotten worse under Let's Go Brandon. Everything that right now has reached a systemic level of danger in our society, it all emanates from what from us bowing the knee to what I call COVID stand from the beginning. And so that's why there must be a reckoning. The stories in this book must be told. The people must hear the suffering that your hospitals inflicted, medical kidnappings, not letting people go, uh, denying them early treatments that would have worked and giving them things like remdesivir that when it's not poisoning your kidneys, it does not. And on and on it goes. These are stories that have got to be told. Our media will not tell them. Hell, most conservative media will not tell them. So we will do that job. Steve, I want to make sure um, because we were looking for um, a vaccine. We were looking for something that was going to help. Um, And I don't think I don't think the average person has a problem that they uh, came up with this vaccine. The problem is is a they hid the results they hid the side effects so you couldn't even ask a question and then on top of that they forced everybody to have it and that's what the nuremberg trials really all about is it not it's just it's not just hey we have this idea or we're trying to help it's the fact that they are lying to you hiding things and then forcing you to do it correct How come the FDA wanted to wait 75 years to show you what was actually inside these jabs and what the actual testing uh, results showed? How come? How come they wanted that concealed and fought it in federal court to conceal that for 75 years? There's no benign and innocent explanation for that. How come we have school districts who just completely ignore this data all over the country? When we talk about places like Sweden, and, then, and it's funny now, we're admitting Sweden and NATO, Glenn. We spent all of 2020 acting like Sweden did not exist, okay? When we talk about countries like Sweden, Denmark, and Finland that are telling the truth about what's going on here, we're not talking about right-wing uh, societies here. No, we, we, in fact, when it comes to Sweden, ones. Sweden is always held up by socialists as the Correct. medical god. Correct. So what's the benign, innocent explanation for that? Uh, They could never, in all of human history, we've never come up with a single successful vaccine against coronaviruses or any respiratory virus, for that matter. Uh, And yet they were able to uh, stick the landing on this one in just over nine months. And now we're not allowed to talk about uh, the there are people getting banned from Twitter who literally just report the data out of the government's official VAERS vaccine adverse reporting adverse effect reporting system database they're getting banned from social media for just posting the data out of that what's the benign innocent explanation for that uh how come a lot of the same people and same companies that were involved in the creation of these jabs uh also had the genetic sequencing for the virus itself and were maybe involved in that what's the benign innocent explanation for that what you're going to find is there aren't any benign and innocent explanations for any of this and that's why there must be justice They will do worse. They will continue doing this. 
Washington, D.C. is telling kids, New York City is telling kids, you can't come to school unless you allow your child to be an experimental cadaver, despite all this other data for children around the world. We're just supposed to ignore what is going on with excess deaths week after week after week in the U.K. with COVID basically over there. Why is that happening? Okay, and that and it's above the averages of the total excess deaths that they were suffering as a country pre-COVID. And so we need to have justice. There must be justice. And if there is not justice, not just hearings, justice, there must be trials. There must be penalties. There must be Nuremberg-like trials with Nuremberg-like punishments because it will happen again. It's happening again now, and it will happen again and again and again unless these people are punished. When you say Nuremberg-style punishments, that's execution. Yes, I am saying that. I mean, else what, would, what else would we say for causing, uh, for lying at this level of, 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 of biomedical fascism, this level of destruction, this level of carnage? Let's just say, so Australia, let me just give you a little data from Australia. Da, 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 da. 